I was exactly where you are now. I hit all the right books, classes, and conferences on Agile and leadership, but I wasn't changing mindsets. It took me almost a decade of study with elite performers in every arena to formulate the four-pillar framework of vision, focus, resilience, and adaptability that I want to share with you now. I want you to skip the mistakes and go straight to the results. Imagine the feeling of making real impact with leaders and your peers and getting predictable results with your teams. The forge picks up where regular training leaves off, making you an uncommon agile leader. And you can apply your skills and start getting results right away. So join us in the forge. Click the link below in the show notes. Now recruiting for the fall cohort. You want to know what one daily thought can supercharge or hyperdrive your agile career? It's about staying hungry. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Greetings, crew. How you doing? Hope you're having a great week. I want to thank you all for tuning in, for listening, for being fans of the show. I appreciate all of you. I want to talk to you this week about a mindset shift that you can apply to yourself, your practice, your teams, your buyers, your managers, your bosses. But before we get into it, let's take a moment to remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unique and powerful force in this industry. And remember, if this helps you, tell your friends. All right now, let's talk about staying hungry. I talk about keeping your foot on the gas, staying vigilant, what that means to me is, if you let go of the current momentum, if you fall asleep at the wheel, even just for a moment, you're going to experience a backslide. You're going to experience a loss, a movement back, a slippage into the way that we've always done things, the way that we used to do things. And that can be very, very expensive because it's really comfortable to dip your toes into the warm hot tub of the past. The truth is, that's not serving us. The truth is we do that because we crave the comfort of the familiar. But it's not the comfort of the familiar that's going to move us forward. It's leaning into our fear zone every day. It's doing things that scare us. It's doing things that make us uncomfortable. And we're simply not used to it. Now the thing is, you'll have small victories along the way. You'll have little breakthroughs. We always do. If you're passionate, if you care about your teams, if you're looking to help them break through, if you have a mandate to help them shift their mindset, shift their habits in ways that can make them more productive, then sooner or later, something will impact them, something will inspire them, and something will move them to change. But here's the trick. You can't just have those moments once every three weeks and then walk away. If you want to be able to accelerate your career, you need to be able to make impact in the shortest amount of time possible. 
You can't just occupy an armchair eight hours a day, only adding 15 minutes of value. It is possible to coach teams without sitting there and staring at them all day, every day, for a year. In fact, it's very expensive, and it's one of the biggest criticisms in our industry that coaches and scrum masters can be overpriced. We're going to see a movement. We're going to see a shift to finding economies. And one of the ways that might happen, and is already happening, is by spreading coaches and scrum masters across multiple teams. So the truth is, you won't be able to sit in the room for eight hours a day. So one of the things that you'll experience is that you won't be there when teams start to backslide. It's incumbent on us then to stay hungry, to get up every day, and to start from a position of zero. Assume that your previous accomplishments don't mean anything because that was yesterday. Yesterday's dead and gone. What we need to do is focus on how am I going to move the dial today? How can I keep my team inspired? How can I encourage them to stay on the path, number one, but then to move forward, to accelerate, to increase their gains, to do more, to be bigger? See, Agile has built into it this wonderful mechanism whereby you achieve something. You reflect on that achievement, and then you decide, could we do it better? Could we do it bigger? How do we make sure that we sustain this practice and its benefits? Or if whatever we did this week didn't work, how do we correct it? So built into the design of any agile process that you may adopt must be the idea that we're always getting better, that every day we go back to zero and say, great, we've had our accomplishments, but what are we going to do today? And it's not just about what code are we going to deposit what product features are we going to finish? It has more to do with how can we outperform ourselves? How can we be just 1% better? If you go in and win something, you make a victory with your team, you make a breakthrough, you get them to do stand-ups, where a week before they might have told you, well, there's no way I'm going to be able to make time for that meeting every day, even for 15 minutes. You make that victory. You get them subscribed and they see it and they go, oh, this is awesome. I can see now why this is valuable. I've changed my mind. I want to do this. I'm in. Good for you. You just influenced change. But you can't rest on that. You can't rest on that because what if they start slipping into old habits and behaviors? What if we could make the stand-up better than it was before? What if we could eliminate the stand-up because we find a better way of communicating workflow and blockers? What if they could commit to the sprint stand-up, but they can't commit to sprint planning? Or never mind Scrum, let's just go to the Agile principles. What if you can get them to do one of the principles really well, but the other 11 are just left hanging there? There is always room to grow. You can't just hit the one home run and then wipe off your sweaty brow and say, I'm done here, my work is finished, I must move along. No, no, no. You have to keep them growing. You have to find new pockets of endeavor. Open their minds a little bit more. Increase their habits a little bit more. Make them happy a little bit more. There is always more to do. As coaches, our work is never done. You must earn your badges, your title, your honor, your reputation every single day. So every single day you wake up, hit the reset button. Imagine yesterday never happened, for better or for worse. You simply reset. You go to zero. 
You assume nothing. You are entitled to nothing. You must build today. You must stretch today back into the unknown, back into the discomfort zone, back into the place where you don't have certainty, where you don't have safety, but instead you reach toward the sun. You try something new. You set an intention, an objective, and you run hard all day to reach it. Now, one big misconception is that this means more work. This means more sweat. But here's what we failed to realize. You were sweating anyway. You were sweating anyway, living under the shadow of too many meetings that produce too little value. You were living under the shadow of pretending that the old ways of working were working for you at all. You're living under the shadow that your attachment to permission, to sign-offs, to documentation actually buy you anything when we all know they don't. So if you're going to sweat, if you're going to work hard, if you're going to go in and give your best, you might as well do it in a way that grows you, that expands you. And in order to do that, you have to forget what you've done. You have to forget what you think you know. And you have to be prepared to go to zero as if you're starting all over every single day. See if injecting this into your attitude, into your morning ritual, maybe changes the way you show up. I find it creates excitement within myself and amongst my teams. It creates an energy of positivity. It creates a can-do attitude. It creates a sense of ambition and excitement and honor amongst the people that I work with. And here's the very best part. If you condition yourself into a practice of reaching every day, starting from zero, hitting the reset button, you get habitualized and conditioned into the practice of victory. Because more often than not, when you set these little goals, these little 1% growth targets, you're going to hit most of them. They're small enough to not matter if you fail, but big enough to feel their cumulative effect over time. And it places into the minds and the hearts of your team that there's nothing we can't do. What could that change? Think about your teams right now. Do you have people who frequently say, you know, one thing you need to remember, or that might work in your world, but in our world, things are different. Are you drowning in a world of can'ts and shouldn'ts? And I don't believe. If so, this could change your game. Let me know how it works for you. You can reach out as always at badassagile.com or find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile and on Instagram at badassagile. I look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, stay badass. Badass.